0: not an act it's not just a public stance that's being taken they really really think that the jeff carter line and carter himself are just gonna be okay good morning to you Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. It's Penguins versus Islanders tonight at PPG Paints Arena. And you can bet everything to your name that there will be not a single change as it relates to the bottom six of this forward group, why? Why? I don't know. I don't know. I do know that these are smart people. I do know that these are experienced hockey people. And I do know, in particular, that Mike Sullivan's one of the best coaches I've ever been around. Any sport. But I'd also like to think I can recognize when someone's just married to a situation and is way, 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 way too close to it to be able to see reality. After that 5-2 loss to the Devils on Saturday, yet another game in which the third line was an absolute black hole at all points on the rink. Taylor Haas, who covers the Penguins for our website, DK Pittsburgh Sports. She asked what was a very, very, very fair question of Sullivan. And this is how it went. Carter's lines play as of late. What needs to happen to get his line going? You guys ask me that question every day. My answer is the same. They have moments when they've been good. They have some when they haven't been. No, man, no. I, I get there's a lot of pressure on the position. I get that there is a a passionate uh, belief that develops within a coach-player dynamic. I get that there's loyalty that's shown, that's expected, but that's also reciprocated. But no, no. Snapping at the reporter or reporter's is not a solution. It's also not a thing, meaning it's not something that solves the actual problem, which is that Carter is cooked. He's got nothing left. That's not uh, me being mean. That's not a hot take. If anything, it's a pretty tepid take at this point. It's just truth. It's borne out by the numbers. It's borne out by one's eyeballs. And that goes a zillion times over for people with the background of Sullivan, Hextall, and Burke. They know exactly what they're seeing. They know that Carter's cooked. They know that Brock McGinn brings nothing. They know that Kasperi Kapanen brings nothing. And they know further that in addition to the lack of NHL goaltending that they've experienced for a month now, that the lack of a general bottom six oomph has dragged down or made moot the performances of their top six. Those guys have actually been pretty good. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You get tired of carrying the load, you get discouraged, even if you don't want to be. It's human nature. Look at the way the Penguins emerged for the game. In Elmont, New York, the other night against the Islanders. They were fantastic for two periods. What ends up happening? Give up a couple goals. Casey DeSmith can't stop anything. You get discouraged. Again, human nature. And there it goes. Poof. This game against the Devils. Same thing. Penguins came out just fine. It wasn't a lack of speed or a lack of youthful this or that. Penguins were really, really motoring. No one who would have watched those first 20 minutes would have thought, wow, old guys against the young guys. Now, sure, younger legs are going to be able to hold up better over the duration of a game. But watch it. That's not actually what happened. What happened was the Carter line being on for a goal against. What happened was Dustin Sokarski being an AHL goaltender. What happened was that other mistakes were made that were unrelated to any of this. So I'm not scapegoating, or just focusing on one thing and assigning 100% of the blame. I'd never do that. In fact, I hate when anybody does do that. But that doesn't mean you don't solve problem A, just because they're not singularly responsible, meaning the third line, for everything that's going on. You still got to solve it. You still can't stick your head in the sand over it. Carter made a Another rare appearance, speaking with reporters after that game. Uh, He'd also, I don't know if he made an appearance in Los Angeles so much as he was stuck there and trapped by the rest of us because uh, he had taken the time to talk to some L.A. reporters that he knew from his time with the Kings. But this was a little bit of what he had to say after this game Saturday when asked about the third line in general yeah yeah we haven't played great uh, you know for not scoring we need to bring some energy some sustained ozone you know some grind shifts and whatnot so um, you know it's it's been real heavy mess for us and uh, um, obviously the offense isn't there right now so you gotta find a way to contribute See, you want to know something i don't think he is deluding himself there's no way he doesn't know He's been in hockey his whole life. He knows what was innate to him. This was a very, very fast, strong, powerful player. You saw it when he came over from L.A. This was at times a very, very good National Hockey League player. Champion. That's not the case anymore. It's not like he doesn't see it. It's not like he doesn't feel it. The rest of these guys, though, the ones that are empowered to make that decision, I don't know. I don't know. The only thing I know about this situation is that he's going to be out there tonight, and he's going to take a regular shift, and he's going to be put on the rink when the Penguins are down by a goal or two with just a couple of minutes left. And also, if anyone asks the coach to share his thoughts on that situation that's the reaction that's going to come when we return j1q today's j1q comes from aline and she asks dk does anyone at the Fenway Sports Group know that they own the Pittsburgh Penguins? You couldn't convince me that they do based on their web presence, their social media, even their marketing arm. Do they even care? Along with her J1Q, Aline sent copies of the Fenway Sports Group's bios on various social media uh, presences, notably Twitter, in which they list every entity that they own. Including all of their various sports franchises, and there's no mention of the Penguins. That's a common theme. I don't know why that is. For all we know, they lost their social media intern, or they're working on a new account, or who knows what it is. So that could mean something, it could mean absolutely nothing. Here's what does mean something for sure they're not around. They're not around. At the time FSG bought the Penguins from Mario Lemieux and Ron Burkle, I was trying my hardest to get an answer, including from Tom Werner himself, the one time I'd met him, as to who would be the point man in Pittsburgh. Who would be the one that's visible, that's audible, that's speaking for the franchise? Who would be that person? And the answer never came. Now, you could, if you wanted to, say, well, that that answer is Kevin Acklin because he's now in the old David Morehouse position. He's the team president. But that's not FSG. He's not FSG. He's Pittsburgh Penguins. He's right here in Pittsburgh. He's based out of PPG Paints Arena. What's more, as I understand the structure at the top He doesn't oversee hockey in any form. That's why Brian Burke was brought in. Burke was brought in because the ownership, whether it was the old ownership or the new ownership, didn't want another situation akin to the one that saw Morehouse, ah, you can call Fire Jim Rutherford or whatever it is. Rutherford quit. I don't know. But Morehouse was the one that had to handle that. Morehouse was the one who had to oversee that. Morehouse was the one who had the say there. Okay? So they wanted someone who was a hockey guy to do that. Well, a hockey guy in this equation is obviously Burke. But what happens when it's all going wrong from Burke down? Meaning Burke is very much in line with Hextall who's very much in line with Sullivan, who's very much continuing to play bad players night after night after night. This after the GM got him those bad players in some bad exchanges and or bad contracts. This is the situation in which you don't just want, you need ownership to get involved. When I say get involved, everyone thinks right away, fire everybody. That's not necessarily how it works. Mario wasn't exactly quick to fire people. but Mario was involved. He had stuff to say. So did Ron Burkle, actually. Not a lot of people know that. He was... But this, this thing we're seeing now, I can tell you unequivocally, never, ever, ever would have gone on anywhere near this long under Mario and Ron. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone... Listening to Daily Shot of Penguins, we'll do another one of these tomorrow.